0: This week's episode of Drunk Week in Review is brought to you by the letter L for legal brief, mostly so Cody doesn't get us sued. Anyway, here we go. The views and opinions expressed in this show are solely those of the host and do not reflect the official policy or position of the host employers. Any content provided by our host is their opinion and is not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, entity, individual, or anyone or anything. Enjoy the show, y'all. Another week, another dollar. Welcome back, y'all, to another episode of Drunk Week in Review featuring hey. Aaron Chavez and yours hey, truly mother James motherfucking Jones. Uh, no, no, no,
1: it's J-M.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody. Nobody want... calls you James. No, but I do often get asked what the M stands for, so I always just tell them it stands for uh, James motherfucking Jones, because um, <laughs> I'm classy like that. I... Well, I disagree, but that's fine. <laughs> uh, hey, buddy, how was your week? My week was good. It was a short week for us. I got to enjoy my week. I um, I have finally rehabbed myself all the way back up to my ability that I can just go out and run ten ks at will. Uh, uh, no hurt, no nothing. Yeah. So that was really nice. I did my first my first ten k that didn't require like a reset on Thursday. I'm still really slow. I've lost like a minute minute fifteen on my time. I'm I'm still only knocking out like eight thirties. Um only. The, only. <laughs> that the times will get back. I should be in the low sevens. Um you guys listen to this fucking prick up here. <laughs> oh, 8.30 for ten
1: kilometers.
0: Well, I mean if you look at like what I was doing before I moved out here before I before I actually started rehabilitating myself, I was low sevens on all that stuff or mid sevens. Okay. Um but it was really nice. And then I went out for like a cool little um Three mile run, I think 3.2 or 3.4 on Saturday is just like a rehab run. Um, And my Mm. pace was good. I didn't feel winded. Um, It was out in uh, downtown Southern Pines, went and got coffee afterwards. There's some awesome run routes over there, and I'm just loving it. I got a new, I got a sweet new headband um, from the running store there that's uh, Flamingos. Uh <laughs> hey. And it's one of those really cool. it's one of those really cool ones. So I've been using bandanas and I don't like bandanas cuz I I run with that knot in the back of it, you know, and it just kind of like pokes me in the back of the head or it comes loose and I can't keep it in This is one of those um it's like a stretchy fabric that's all one piece um and it gets bigger so it goes from skinny at the back and then it gets bigger all the way around the front and you can adjust it. So like I can make it the size of like a little sweatband, or I can bring it up really nice. It was really cool. I liked it. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go order a bunch more cause I found they got some tie dye ones. I got a Texas flag one. They got one that was like roses and thorns that I'm going to get. Uh, they're only like 15 bucks a piece. So that'll be my present to myself over the next month as I'll just buy like one a month or something like that. Uh, that's
1: awesome dude i'm glad to hear it and um yeah southern pines is really kind of like a cute beautiful little area um Biased. do you have any of those like forest service access
0: roads or is that just like camp mccall so uh the girl i'm dating has those roads out by her because she's got some property out there cool so we get all those um all those horse trails and all that um uh-huh. That so I I didn't know this, but I guess so Southern Pines used to be the home of the United States um, equestrian team, like the Olympic equestrian team. That's where they used no, to No, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's where they you did or did not?
1: I did not. That's yeah. crazy. That's so that's really cool. That's
0: where they used to train, which is why the there's such a huge um, equestrian business there in Southern Pines. Um <laughs> they, they joke they said there's only types of, there's only three types of things in the area, right. So you have Southern Pines, uh, Aberdeen and Pinehurst are all within like three to five miles of each other. they're right there. They're right. all with and Pinehurst is famous for the um, the PGA open. So it's just nothing but golf courses and tons and tons and tons and tons of money. Um, and Southern Pines is all equestrian. Well Southern Pines backs up against um, like the business in Southern Pines is all equestrian. I saw the head shake you were doing. I'm getting there. I'm getting to what you're going to. So it backs up. It's just the money. It backs up to the northwest side of Fort Bragg's range. But it also is like the quickest route if you want to live close to post but not on post and you don't want to live in Rayford. It's the next nicest place to live if you want to get to the compounds. So there's like in that area, there's three types of people. You either have golfers, you have horse people, or you have special operations forces. And it is it is all the branches. Um, there's there's Navy out there, there's Air Force out there, there's Army, and there's Marine uh, special operations groups that all work out of... I, um, I didn't realize that they had a MARSOC out there, but, I mean,
1: it's it's, it's a combined... It's I mean, officer, that's where the SOCOM is, right? Yeah, it's SOCOM.
0: So you have mm-hmm. everybody. Um, and then a lot of the... So the naval guys and the Marines that you get out there are generally officers, like... Your field grade officers or stuff like Your that that are doing, staff. yeah, that are doing their like broadening tour, and they've already got some kind of attachment mm-hmm. to Socom, so they just move over there and they headquarter themselves for like three to five years or something like that. Um, yeah, but I mean, it's a really nice area. I love it. There's tons of like you and Cody would absolutely. I, I know you know the area, but Cody would absolutely love it. It it reminds me of a very rich Tacoma because of how much like all the breweries and all the beer and the food that's there. That's, that's what downtown Southern Pides reminds me of is just a very well-to-do Tacoma because it's just brewery, restaurant, restaurant, brewery, restaurant, restaurant, tap house, restaurant, tap house.
1: Tacoma's not known for very good restaurants. Uh, We've got a handful of places that do okay. Um, how's the food as far as you can tell in those restaurants?
0: Um, it's pretty bland, really. It's a lot of English pubs and Irish pubs. Um, okay. So you get like burgers, wings. It's a lot of it's that either. Okay. Okay. Everybody does some version of or grits or shrimp and grits. There's this one place in Aberdeen that I freaking love that I've been, I've been going back to a lot. Oh, uh, you've talked about that before. Uh, Mason's. Yeah. Uh, now the only problem I have with their shrimp and grits is they leave the tails on their shrimp. And so i kind of like made a comment about it to somebody who'd been in the area for about 10 years and they go, no, it's actually very common over here. That they give you whole jumbo boiled shrimp, but they leave the tails on. So now I have to fish a sh- fish a shrimp. I have to dig a shrimp out of my grits, and then without looking like an asshole, peel the tail off of my shrimp, or just cut the tail like with my fork in the bowl and hope that I don't pick up the tail later. Well, I, I, I'm not a fan of it. So You're not, a monster. Yeah. Now when I order it, I always just ask like to remove the tail if they don't mind. Like if it's some big inconvenience, can y'all just uh, we did go to one place though. And I'll, I'll give. You, I'll, I'll jump it to you here in a second, but this is really funny. We went to this one place about well, I don't know four weeks ago, three weeks ago, something like that. And uh, girl <laughs> I'm with asked the waitress. She goes, "Hey, because we're, we're I think I was getting a <gasps> shrimp Caesar salad, and she wanted like shrimp tacos or something like that, or maybe she was also getting shrimp shrimp salad. And she asked because it doesn't it didn't state on the menu. It just said shrimp." And so we didn't know if it was boiled, if it was grilled, if it was blackened, you know, how they, if it was, I don't know who baked shrimp, but if it was baked, you know, whatever. It didn't state how it was cooked. And so she asked the waitress, she goes, hey, um, how do y'all cook your shrimp here? And the waitress looked at her dead in the eyes and goes, oh, we don't. And both of us looked at each other and the girl just looks at her and goes, could you grill it? She goes, um... Yeah, I'll ask the chefs if they could do that. And then just walked the off. Yeah. I mean, it's it was a pub, but the, she says the chefs. Um, but the fact that she was like, yeah, we don't cook our shrimp. And we went, what? <laughs> what do you mean you don't cook your shrimp? Can <laughs> you text me the name of this restaurant? Yeah. It, well, I mean, I can tell you right now. It's called the uh, Sly Fox. Yeah, you're talking about the I one that doesn't cook their shrimp? Yeah. Yeah, the Sly Fox. <laughs> Sly Fox and Southern Pines. Um or Sly Fox Pub in Southern Vines. It's I mean it's really good, but here like I'll pull up the menu right now. Let's look at it. Uh lunch. Thai shrimp salad. Shrimp, bell peppers, pickled onions, cucumbers, fresh mango, peanuts, tortilla strips, tossed in a sweet chili vinaigrette. It doesn't say how the shrimp is cooked. No, it just sounds
1: Did you notice a fire grill?
0: No, because it's in the back, right? It's it's still okay. it's still very much okay. like it's it's still very much Chili's Applebee's. Where you well, shame
1: it. shame on the waitress or the waiter for not knowing how their kitchen works. But it's like oh, uh, flat
0: top. You'd be like, okay, got it.
1: You hit it on the f- on the flat. Well, top.
0: just just say that like, I don't know. I'd have to ask. That's I mean honestly for me like. Somebody asked me something when whenever I was bartending or um, and I had to work the floor or something don't like that. No, but
1: I owe you an answer. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's like, hey, I'll let me get back to you on that. I, I owe you that because you're about to pay my rent because we don't pay a minimum wage here or we don't pay a working wage.
1: Um, oh, do you have like one of those two
0: dollar hourlies or something? Uh <laughs> so the second bar I worked at or oh, the last bar I worked at actually paid me really well. They paid me five fifteen an hour. Uh, the first bar I worked at paid me a buck 85 an hour and I actually made I made so little in tips I actually generally made more off my hourly at the end of the month than I would off that off my tips there would be legitimate nights where I'd 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 do a like six hour shift open the bar at six leave at midnight and I'd walk away with like five bucks or ten bucks and I was making more in my hourly wage than I would make in tips that night
1: Um, <laughs>
0: how was your? Week? I just got some. Oh, go I just ahead.
1: got some really fucking bad news.
0: Oh, did your reaper cut my, out?
1: My girlfriend is re is, is listening to our podcast.
0: Oh, which episodes? Is she starting at the beginning? Is May twenty fourth. Is she going what through? the May twenty fourth? May twenty fourth. So I have the I have the box pulled up right now. Hold on a second. I've got the share drive. So let me look at the outline. Oh, for Oh my gosh, week ending May twenty third which means it was published on the 24th, assuming I didn't fuck up something. Oh, that was a good one, man. Israel-Palestine. Oh. That was okay. a good one.
1: Uh,
0: was Cody still around? Did he say anything anti-Semitic? Cody was not around. I think that was, that. you know what? That was the weekend the kids were born. That was when mac and cheese were <gasps> born, and we got That's the right, because we had everything in place, and he was like, guys, I uh,
1: know I'm supposed to show up in about an hour, but I'm actually going to the...
0: Yeah. yeah, Mac and Cheese were born on the twenty third. Uh he, he had to dip out of that one. But that was a really good one uh between me and you. I remember that good. one. Good. I had a really good, good. I had a really good time with that one.
1: No, but in all seriousness, no, I had a pretty kick ass week. Um I have carnitas down. I no longer need to work on it anymore. It's perfect. Um I keep incurring injuries, so I'm not doing a lot of cycling or running right now um have you are you first, still
0: rehabbing it, your Grand fondo stuff
1: no no i um i set up a standing desk uh for work and i've been standing all week and it is very much so the same lower back pain that i had when i was bartending um orthotics so maybe it's just in your lower back right above your buttocks it's like my my spine is just being crushed um so
0: I've got a little bar stool to sit on now. Have you looked into orthotics, something to fix your feet posture?
1: Uh, I I am always looking
0: for something. So feet uh, feet are the key to the back, right? So if your if your feet are in the wrong position, or if your heels or whatever, your knees or what, but if you can, the feet fix everything. So if you can mm-hmm. figure out how your feet are working, then you may be able to free up some of that tension in your lower back.
1: Yeah, well, also, maybe do some gut exercises besides, you know, suck down another beer.
0: Mm, you get, I mean, yeah, I guess the bike, you're not, yeah, I mean, you are engaging your core when you stand up on it, and you do, like, your power, what's it called, like, when you, power, not power stroke, but, what is it? like, your power or whatever, like, when you're going uphill, don't y'all stand on it and just fucking get after it, or when you're doing, like, a big push, don't Attacks. You all, yeah, you're
1: attacks. So, attacks, attacks um, but also, here's the deal, you technically do get more power when you stand. However, when you exert yourself that much more during really long, difficult climbs, it can actually um, affect how much stamina you have in the long run. So I did a pretty um, wicked attack on a good climb going to Vashon Island on that big Fondo that we did. However, I left myself so gassed um That really, the rest of the day was kind of a fucking nightmare,
0: you know. Um, so there is. I'm glad you brought that up. Do you know what the different types of energy that you use are? Uh, no. Okay, so, well, I'm I'm, I can't remember exact of uh, exact, but let me let me dig through this because it's funny that you mentioned that. And you use there's three types of energy, um, and the order in which you use them. So there's there's like short burst energy where we use say we're doing hit training or we're doing something like that. If we're gonna do if we're gonna do yeah. like ten meter ten meter sprints, touch line, ten meter sprint, touch line, ten meter sprint finish kind of thing. So it's like you have these you have these two you have this, um, which is called uh energy system one. So you have your aerobic, your ATP, and your anaerobic.
1: Uh yes, and anaerobic does have its place where it's good, but when you start going into the anaerobic area, like when you're doing like your full on, full gas, you can kind of hurt
0: yourself. Yeah. So, but you don't get to pick. You don't get to pick what energy system you use at what time. You use them in order. So say um, say like I'm doing it. I go to the I'm, I'm at the gym right, and the first thing I do. Is I decide that I'm going to do, I don't know, just my regular like body routine. It's, it's a leg day, right? Right. So the first thing I'm going to do is I'm just going to start doing squats and then I'm going to do deadlifts and then I'm going to do leg presses and then I'm going to do whatever. And then after that, I decide that I'm going to go for a three mile run to cool myself down. And then after the three mile run, I decide that there's a really good hill. And at the very, at the very end of my workout, what I'm going to do is I'm going to do hill repeats and I'm just going to, I'm going to do 50 meter hill repeats up this thing, walk down up. Well, I'm actually doing it backwards because my first, my first set of my first workout uses my middle energy system, the the run uses my low energy system and my hill repeats use my high energy system, but my body burns it in order. It burns it high, middle, low. And so in, if you're on like your grand fondo, you said that was 60 miles. So by the time you hit like 30 miles and you decide to do like a two mile attack, you are in straight anaerobic mode because you have, you are literally working on that last energy system um and you've burned through all of your what your body would use as hit. Um so that's that's okay. where it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So um, if you think uh, of it that mind way. Mind you, before he even showed up for that big attack. <clears throat> I already knew that there was something going on with my hammy. Yeah. So uh it was some dumb riding, even though it was a lot of fun. All right. There you go. Yeah, no, it was a pretty good week. Uh, s- sorry about the complaining. No. that's Try to stay positive around here. What do you think? No, it has nothing to do with complaining. No. Oh. You know what I do want to complain about? Mm-hmm. Um, I really want to complain about <laughs> people that don't pay their taxes. <laughs> I don't have a choice on whether I pay my fucking taxes or not, and I don't like paying my taxes already. But why is Jeff fucking Bezos... Get away with not paying his taxes. Can you tell me why?
0: I can. Uh, I can. Because this is this week's news, right? We are going to talk about it. So we're going to talk about um, a few things that happened within the government this week. We're going to talk about the tax records uh, that were released of the uh, 20 uh, rich Americans. Um, Let me see. Does it give a number? Uh, Did it give a number of how many people? Uh it,
1: well it, look, I mean like we're talking uh Bloomberg,
0: Bezos, um oh, a lot more than that too because it even went into Oh, I know, I know. Um the the uh, the USA the USA today article did the best um but it was it was incredible. Warren Buffett, Bezos, Bloomberg, Elon Musk, they got it. who's the who's the dude that all the right-wingers hate? Uh, George Soros, they go into his um stuff. It it's ridiculous. And then because uh, I know that we can tie into this somehow we're gonna get there, even if we briefly talk about it, we're gonna use um, we're gonna talk about the Department of Justice seizing data records from Apple of Democrats and their families we're gonna I, I guarantee we can tie it in there. I guarantee we can we can make this get tied in there um, but yeah, so. That's what we're talking about, and I know, Aaron, you probably have a lot more feelings about this topic than I do. Because I'm going to be very, this is going, I'm going to be very libertarian about this. I just have to warn you and all of our listeners, I'm going to be very libertarian about how I feel about taxes and how I feel about this situation. Actually, I think
1: that's a really great jumping point. How do you feel about taxes? So, because I think right over here, we have a brief history of taxes is, is one of the resources that you pulled up. Yes. And why do we have taxes in the first place? So, and then we can talk about levies and then we can talk about income taxes and then maybe a personal opinion. I think that'd be a great place to start. What do you think? Yeah,
0: that works. So, wh- what's one of the big things that we fought for in the the revolution, Right. Representation. Yeah, no taxation without representation. So how did America get around that? Senators and governors. Uh, well, uh, there was a rebellion in
1: Boston Harbor. Boston. Boston Harbor.
0: Boston Harbor. Harbor. It's, where, it's where you uh, drive your smart car to the bar and you drink beers with bears and bass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nights at Columbus. Yeah. Whole nine yards. So out there in Boston. Out there in Boston right. by Harvard Yard.
1: Right. So uh we all know about the Tea Party. And uh but how many hundreds of
0: odd years later are we right now? Uh well seventeen seventy five. Seventeen seventy five, two hundred and twenty five years gets to two thousand, so two hundred and forty six years later.
1: And we are now still talking about taxes.
0: Yeah, so the the thing with the american revolution god this is where we really need cody on this one cuz he would just hit you could have audibly heard his erection hit the table as soon as we said american revolution
1: <laughs> how many times do you think you would have been interrupted by now
0: immediately as soon as i said as soon as you said boston tea party he would have come in with full like mall ninja neck beard mentality and go, well, actually, and then would have tipped his fedora, m'ladied both of us, and explained where we went <laughs> wrong by calling it the Boston Tea Party. <laughs> well, you know, the problem with that is. Well, yeah, actually. He's good at that.
1: <laughs> um, I, I was just telling uh, some friends of mine today, I was like, uh, look, you know, the podcast is a lot of fun, but nothing was more impressive than watching that dude black out. On air, and continue to fucking drop knowledge <laughs> bombs. But not only that, but how many shots of whiskey did he rip uh, while we were on air? Oh
0: god! All he was drinking was whiskey that night. It was great. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna lowball it and be like it was five. I'm gonna lowball it. That seems about right because I can't remember how many he had before, and God knows how many he had after. Mac Yeah. Um. Okay. So. We fight for taxation without representation, right? This is, our, we fought against taxation without representation. King, oh God, where the fuck is Cody at? King George is over there doing, he's basically saying, you're going to pay us, you're going to pay us, you're going to pay us, but all the money's going back to England or the, uh, probably United Kingdom at that point. Great Britain, let's see, United Kingdom. It would have all gone to the United Kingdom. Um, so we fight against that. And then after the Revolutionary War, this is a direct quote. The Constitution gave Congress the power to impose taxes and other levies on the general public. This is taxation with representation at this point because we have representatives in Congress, right? We have our we have our senators and we have our congressional members. Am I right there? Correct. Okay. So, before income taxes, this is just a general tax. These are called excise taxes, taxes imposed on specific goods or services um, and then we're going to get into we're going to get into some other stuff because there's different levels of tax right There's federal taxes, there's state taxes, there's local taxes that we all pay. There's international taxes uh, that you pay for the import and export of goods uh, which is where the I think the Democrats and the Republicans really try really differentiate in how we, how we conduct um, international business as our international correspondent? Could you verify that? Would you say that? Would you say that's accurate for like how how the right and how the left view taxes on import export? Actually, I don't know because I know that like if you look at the Trump administration, there were just levies left and right to try to keep business in America. So that's where you tax the shit out of foreign goods or anything that was coming from out of seas that wasn't made in America.
1: I th- isn't that called um tariffs? Right. Yep. Yeah. yeah, I I'm not really clear on the details. This is um this is very much so going to be a really fun conversation. Uh earlier this week we had a discussion on whether or not we wanted to talk about this or what was the other thing?
0: Bitcoin. Uh, yeah, the Bitcoin I'm not smart dude, enough the... to tackle fucking Bitcoin. I'm telling you, right? I could get when I, go, when I go home, so uh, I guess before we, we're already jumping into it, but I meant to mention that at the beginning, uh, there will be no episode next week unless Aaron and Cody figure out how to do something, because I will be traveling. I am driving from North Carolina to Texas, and it's a 21-hour drive. Generally, I will try to make that in about 25 hours, but because I've got time, I'm going to split it up. I'm going to leave Saturday morning, probably knock out 14 to 15 hours, and then just do like the last six. It's an easy drive. It's all highway. I love it. Word. Um, but, yeah, I've got a buddy of mine, if we want to do the Bitcoin thing uh, while I go home, that I'm going to try to rope into an episode. Um, he may be super uncomfortable with it, but he is super smart on um, cryptocurrency because he, him and his roommate actually have a Bitcoin miner, um, and they know at what price, like when it falls down to a certain point, um, they know at what point it is worth it to mine, and so they are, w- I'm sorry, when it rises up to a certain price, they know at what point it's worth it to mine because of how much energy that computer they're using to mine Bitcoins is costing them versus how much they're going to make off the fraction of the Bitcoins that they're finding. It's super cool.
1: That's crazy. I can't yeah. even imagine. Uh, but kind of going back, uh, what was your last thought before I interrupted Oh, it? Because we, we left off with representation or, or taxes where representation. Now there's representation in government, and we're using it an e- now. We're we're using excise levelling tax. taxes.
0: Yeah, we're using an excise tax. Um, excise taxes were basically a commodity tax. Anything that was bought and sold was taxed. Think of it like a sales tax. And so, excise tax is the uh, would be the appropriate name for a sales tax. Income tax was not enacted until the end. The federal income tax wasn't officially enacted. Until 1913, there was a corporate income tax in 1909. So from 1776, because it's saying after the Civil, after the Revolutionary War, I'm sorry, I said Civil War, after the Revolutionary War is when we start an income tax in the now United States of America. Uh, 125 plus 9, so 134 years later, we get um, a corporate tax and 138 years Post Revolutionary War, we get a federal income tax. Everything after. I think I just
1: rate the. uh, I wrote a great um, title for a thesis here. Oh yeah, what's here? Income tax, sales tax, Colin, what gives? Question mark.
0: Ooh, what gives? I like it. I like the what takes. (laughs) Where's Cody with his hot takes? So.
1: We, uh, I know what, what do our taxes do?
0: So the tech, ta- the, the, taxes pay for everything that we bitch about that we say never gets fixed for those roads of, for military. Yeah. For those of y'all in Texas, uh, it's been paying for I 35 since I 35 was enacted because we all know that I 35 will never be complete for those of y'all specifically in Houston. It pays for all those roads that have been under construction for the past seventy-five years. Um, it does pay for the military too, right? So, what did I say last week uh, or two weeks ago? Seven hundred eighty billion dollar budget. Is that where we're up to this year? Seven hundred ninety billion dollar budget. Uh, nope. But they're they're gonna see through that. There's gonna be an audit, right? Yeah. So your taxes go to kill go to kill children with drones in the Middle East. Congratulations, people. Um, Thank you, Vet TV. <laughs> The your local taxes pay for local things. So Texas does not have a state income tax. How do we make up for that? We make up for that by paying eight and a quarter percent in sales tax. Um, it's pretty righteous. Uh, our property taxes in Texas are through the roof. The I can tell you that like Alabama's property tax is super small. So the forty something acres that my dad owns over in in Alabama, in eastern Alabama. He says he pays less in property taxes per year on 40 acres than he would have than he paid on the the home he owned in West Texas and in San Angelo for two months. So 12 months of property taxes in Alabama was less than two months of property taxes in San Angelo because it's through the fucking roof. Um, obviously, neither state is using it for public education because we've all seen those test results. So. Uh <laughs> What's your sales tax up there, Aaron? I actually don't know.
1: Uh could be like nine and a half, ten percent. On a sales tax. Yeah. Wow. That's, that's, that's not even your like uh your syntax. Um but we don't have an income tax here.
0: Yeah, we don't either. Now here's a here's a fun one. So it just clicked. I've been here since January and I don't know why I never paid attention to it until I went to pay cash for something. Um, at a bar this week, in fact, is when it like finally hit, uh, I go, Aaron, you and I are over at the mule. It's, it's $5 PB and J night. So we're going to grab a pint of our favorite beer and a shot of Jameson. For five bucks, you know, we're gonna grab a pint of Rainier and a J-Mo for five bucks. I'm not. I don't know that they have that special, but I just like. <sighs> I like PB and J nights. Uh, everybody knows what those are. Uh, yeah, I mean they're cheap and they're fun. Yeah, Pabst they get you loaded too. Yeah, PB and J. I know is big up in Dallas. They do like Pabst and Pabst Blue and Jameson. It's a Denver thing around here. Okay. Uh,
1: I mean, like that's the last time I saw it was in Denver.
0: But uh, okay, so you got those specials where you get a five dollar five dollar something and a shot of JMO. And so I give, the, I give the bartender $7, and she hands me 76 cents back. I'm like, wait, what? And I look at it, because this is one of those classy bars over in Pinehurst where they slam me the receipt after each drink. And the sales tax is collected, not included in the beer price. Do y'all do that? I don't think y'all do that, do you?
1: Sales tax is not included. Mm. So, your you five go dollar to beer, classy establishment. Your
0: five dollar beer is actually like five forty. Look, well, man,
1: I'd, I'd have to start looking at it because there is always an asterisk.
0: Okay, so like I, I can guarantee you, or at least I know, in Texas, at least I think mean, it's
1: actually cheaper to drink in Portland.
0: Oh, I know. You can th- imagine that? Yeah. So I know that in Texas, I can drink. I can go to the bar and I can calculate my beers. If this the bar I'm drinking at, it's two seventy five a lone star and I'm on lone star number six. Okay, that's five fifty, that's $11, eleven, sixteen fifty. Okay, I know my tab is sixteen fifty and I can pay with the twenty and walk out. Uh, here my sixteen fifty worth of beer still gets hit with a tax afterwards. It's why the Europeans make fun of us because they're like, "Oh, it's you know, it's five dollars," and then they go to pay five dollars, and they're like, "Well, actually, it's it's like five seventy something because of tax." They're like, wait, "Wait, wait, it says five wherever in Europe, like taxes included in final price," or we saw that in Korea, taxes always included in the final price wherever whatever it's listed. Uh, mm. The Americans, for some reason, have got that way way backwards. Um, okay, more history on taxes. So. Uh, the first estate tax was, uh, enacted in 1797 to fund which branch of the United States military tip to butt gay, like the Navy. There you go. The Navy, it was re uh, it was repealed, but reinstituted over the years, um, often to finance war. So it was about to happen in 1797. Nothing that we Spanish American, Spanish American war. There you go. And then you had the war of 1812. And then you had the Civil War after
1: No, that. no, no, no. Spanish American War was before the Revolutionary War. I got that one wrong. It oh, was
0: before uh what was before I don't know. That's why we need Cody. Eighteen twelve. Yeah. Oh, wow. Fuck you. So eighteen twelve and then and children. And then after that you've got uh after that you've got the Civil War. Um and then you go to the no Spanish American War would have been after that. because because so Spanish American War I'm sorry, fuck. Cody's going to kill us. So you have the War of 1812, uh, and then it would have been the Spanish-American War because that point, Texas enters the enters the United States under annex, so Texas can be on the side of the United States versus the side of Spain in the Spanish-American War, um, and then you get into uh, Civil War following that. The modern state tax, as we know it, is implemented in 1916. Uh, next set of taxes come in through the 19s. 20s and 30s which is happening what's happening at the time in the 20s and 30s depression the Great Depression right so you have a gift tax that comes out of this sales tax was first enacted in West Virginia 11 of the states followed suit in 1933 by 1940 18 more states had a sales tax Uh, FDR signs the Social Security Act in 1935 which is another set of taxes and the government collects Social Security taxes in 1937 although benefits were not paid until January of 14. Uh, the alternative minimum tax, the type of federal income tax, wasn't enacted until 1978. And that's kind of where we're at. So since World War One, the federal income tax, we're basically on a marginal tax rate is what they're calling it, which is a sliding scale. So um, let's use a nice whole number here. So I'm going to use the numbers that are initially set up. So we have... Up to 20,000, 20 to 50, 50 to 75, 75 to 100, 100 to 250, 250 to 500, and 500,000 and above. So let's break this down because we've done it once on the podcast and I remember talking about this. But
1: because he didn't have that much whiskey
0: that night. Correct. When we talk about taxes and we talk about taxing people over. Five hundred thousand um, dollars, Aaron. While I'm talking about this, could you look up the current tax brackets? While we're talking, uh, so what happens is they say the the current tax rate is X percent, and I, if I'm not mistaken, I believe the current tax bracket is six hundred thirty-five thousand dollars, and it's taxed at thirty-seven percent. But Aaron's gonna Aaron's gonna check me on that. So what that means is every dollar you've Earned over six hundred thirty-seven or six hundred thirty-five thousand dollars is taxed at thirty-seven percent. Am I right? Am I wrong? Close. What am I? What's what are our brackets at? For single, yeah, let's go um, single.
1: What was your number for the oh, top bracket?
0: Oh, I'm sorry. That's uh, that's a uh, that's filing joint. That's a household oh, firing. Okay, so for a married household,
1: yeah, what
0: is your? What was this 600 number you were trying to get 635,000 should be the top bracket at 37%. Am I right?
1: Yeah, so I've got it at 62. 62%. Or, or
0: 622. 622,000 at 37%. Correct. Okay, what's the bracket right below that? Uh,
1: 414 to 6222.
0: Okay, and that gets taxed at what, like 32%? 35. 35. Bracket below that? 32%. 326,000
1: to Just w- 414.
0: Walk me all the way down until we hit the poverty level.
1: I'll go straight to poverty. Okay. 19. 19k. 197.
0: 19, 197 uh, at right 0%. Right above that,
1: uh which is 197 to 80. Weird. I mean, that's the bracket that I'm in. Okay. Uh and then at 22%, we've got uh, 80 to uh, 171. At 24%, it's 171 to 326.
0: Okay. So, to understand the way the tax bracket works... this
1: does come from the
0: IRS, yeah. by the way. The, to understand the way the tax bracket works, you need to understand how your dollars get taxed. If you have a million dollars, everything below... Nineteen thousand dollars gets taxed at nineteen thousand seven hundred. I think is what Aaron said. Everything below nineteen seven gets taxed at zero percent. Everything between nineteen seven and eighty was that that bracket Every, gets taxed at twenty two percent. Was that right?
1: I think we just go go ahead and. Do you mind if we ballpark figure it just to round up so that it's easier for listeners? Well, but I mean, I'm just try- no, so so it's nineteen seven to to eighty okay 80.2 so that's right. that
0: gets that gets taxed at a certain tax rate every dollar after 80.2 gets taxed at another tax rate every dollar in the next bracket so your tax your taxes get ta- your income gets taxed in a stepped system does that make sense it does okay and i think that's important for people to understand that when we talk about people that have unimaginable wealth um, I actually saw a really cool thing, like a, a really cool mind, um, mind thing. Uh, I don't know how to call it mind thing. Jesus fucking Christ, listen to me. Uh, a TED talk? No, it was, it was like a perception, how people perceive things that right. the perception of a billion dollars is easier to grasp than the perception of a hundred million because there's a hundred in front of it. Um, but let's talk about, let's look at Bezos. So Bezos, between 2014-2018, reports $4.22 billion, right? So all of his income, up to $622,000, because at this time he's married, gets taxed at each step. And then everything after $622,000 gets taxed at the whatever that max, that 37% is. Um, this, the history of taxes, um, we are actually in a very low, if I'm not mistaken, a very low, um, tax rate time. If I'm not mistaken, the highest, the highest, um, income tax in the United States was following post-World War I. Uh, and that was up to, I think, 91%. I think the marginal tax rate at post-World War I. Yep. Yeah, so, I'm sorry, uh, 77% in 1918 and World War II. World War I, the top rate peaked at 94% on taxable income And $2.5 million. So they made a, like, if you were the top 1%, you taxed it 94%. Hey, J.M., I'm
1: going to ask you to step back for a second. For somebody like me that's getting glazed over because this is a very, like, numbers-oriented conversation, what's that mean? Well, uh... Why why, Why should we care about the marginal tax bracket.
0: Well, uh, let's look at let's look at post-war recovery. So, in 1944, uh, you're the war guru. You and Cody are war gurus. So, V-Day is November what? November 11th? 11-11-11? Right?
1: I'll take that one.
0: Yeah, V-Day Victory Day is November 11th, right? 11-11. The the, uh, Treaty of Versailles signed at 11-11 on November 11th. Am I wrong? <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I mean,
1: like, I watched Band of Brothers. So okay, that's
0: it. Um, but that is traditionally known as V Day throughout the world. Post World War II, what happens to America? So we've increased, we've increased our production to meet war demands and war efforts. We've now employed um, the what was supposed to be the is that the baby boomer? It is. It is, right? So we've enacted a GI Bill post World War II. Mm -hmm. We've given, we've enacted veterans benefits, which is where you start seeing veteran land benefits, veteran house benefits. We've enacted um, subsidies for United States industry, specifically steel mining or for steel corporations, for anything that. So by
1: subsidy, who pays for it? So the government pays for the production of these
0: industries. Yeah, in theory, I mean, the money comes from the government, but who's actually paying for it, right? It's us, because where does the government get its money from? Us. Oh, taxes. Taxes, right? So, but what do we see from like 1944 at a 94% tax rate until probably the... Oh God! Did we really have a downturn anywhere until the eighties? No, until the nineties, two thousands, till the tech bubble. Yeah, who knows? I mean, I, I mean, obviously somebody knows. Um, but this, so this tax rate, this tax rate that is at ninety four percent, basically. It takes the, at $2.5 million of income in 1944 is absurd. If you have $2.5 million in 1944, you're talking Kennedys, you're talking Rockefellers, you're talking, um, oh God, who are the other huge family, the Vanderbilts, um, what are the other massive family names? Anybody that's connected to any kind of steel, any kind of transportation industries, uh, especially trains, Um, anybody that's connected to any kind of military business at the time, that's who's getting taxed. Uh, Well, I I like
1: to look at that time, and and, and I don't maybe focus my attention so much on, everybody knows the Rockefellers, right? And the Kennedys. But uh, how about the Eisenhower transportation system? Right? Like a complete facelift of American... um, infrastructure
0: to just drive somewhere yeah you st- uh, you start getting to really see um, the the 15 years later what FDR is pushing for with the um, with his infrastructure bills where we're looking at uh, interstate commerce acts and federal highways and stuff like that now we're actually getting the funding uh, because we're taxing Ninety-four percent on two point five million dollars. Now it seems like a lot, right? Ninety-four percent of income seems like a lot, right? So is that ninety-four percent of your income goes to federal and state services? No, just federal services. Because they're separate, uh-huh. they're separate tax, they're separate, um, they're separate state services. But that's why I was trying to break down the the tax brackets because people need to understand that it's so at this point it's 94% over $200,000. So guess what? At $200,001, you paid 94% of your income. Well, 94% of your $200,001 is only 94 cents. Now everything got taxed accordingly in all the brackets below that. But over two hundred thousand dollars, you weren't taxed ninety four percent of two hundred thousand and one dollars. You were taxed ninety four percent on the one dollar above two hundred thousand. Does that make sense? Say it one more time. Okay. So nineteen forty four, the top tax rate is nineteen or is ninety four percent on taxable income over two hundred thousand dollars. You made two hundred thousand and one dollar that year. Your taxable income was two hundred thousand $200,000 one dollar. Two hundred thousand and below got taxed at the appropriate level. Your taxable income at ninety-four percent was one dollar above two hundred thousand. You only paid ninety-four cents. Over everything you made over two hundred thousand, it sounds too good to be true.
1: Yeah.
0: That's how, but that's how tax brackets work. Tax brackets work as you make X amount of money, and X amount of money is broken into five brackets, and so it gets bracket one gets taxed at X amount or A amount. Bracket two gets taxed at B amount. Ta- bracket three. So, every time your income increases above a bracket, only the dollars above that bracket get taxed. It's confusing, right?
1: Okay. Well,
0: not really. So,
1: let's go back. That's how it's supposed to work, right?
0: Well, that's how it does work, unfortunately. That's that's how it does work. So we talked about what did i say bezos made in oh so bezos uh, you know i've got i got buffett buffett's got a nice i've got he's got a nice uh warm number up here from four, 2014 2018 he makes uh, 125 million dollars is what his income is reported at in 5 years okay 14 15 16 17 and 18 so 5 years so let's quick math that and said that 25 million He's making twenty-five million a year. Just to make the math easy, he's reporting one hundred twenty-five million. million. Uh, sorry, yeah, he paid hundred, or he's reporting one hundred twenty-five million in five years. We're gonna just look at. Let's just take two thousand eighteen. Let's just take two thousand eighteen and say that he made twenty-five million that year because five divided or one twenty-five divided by five says. $25 million. So he made $25 million in one year is what he reported. He paid $23.7 million over those five years. So let me get a quick calculator up. I'm sorry. It's a lot of numbers. It's a lot of numbers. But this is all coming to it. I promise. J.M., make your point. Mm.
1: I think I know what you're getting at.
0: So he paid, in five years, he paid, ah, fuck it. That year he would have paid 4.74 million dollars in taxes. 4.74 million dollars in taxes. Now, Aaron, you already said that everything over $622,000 is taxed at 37%. 4 goes into 25 million how many times? Quick math says it's uh it's about six and change. Yeah, it's like six point three 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 six point zero three 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 three. Which
1: number am I looking at? Am I looking at um, full income reported?
0: Yeah, but I've already broken it down. The point is is that he's reporting X amount and he's paying he's paying Y amount. So he reported twenty five million, he paid four point seven four million which is well below the established tax rate of 37%. He's effectively paying about 6% of that wealth. Or court, I'm sorry, about 25% of that wealth in taxes. Effectively, he's paying about 25% of that. Now, do you know how he does it? Tax breaks? No, you just report shit as a loss.
1: Buddy, you've had some hard times, right, financially?
0: No, 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 no. My financial
1: yeah. difference Have you ever reported anything as a <sighs> loss that you could pay lower?
0: Yeah, but here's the difference. Because you and I, and for the most part, I would like to think that, I would hope that some of our listeners are affluent enough, affluent enough that they can afford to call losses on stuff. I know I'm not. Aaron, do you own any real? Do you own any real property? Do you own? Do you have any investments? Uh, do you own part of a business or anything like that? No. No. Okay. No. No. Let me let me say it on air. No. no. So how does he do this? So what he does is in 2014 to 2018, he his estimated wealth growth is 24.3 billion dollars. His income reported is $125 million, which is half a percent of his increase in wealth. Half a percent of his increase in wealth is what he's reporting in income. So how does he get away with that? Well, guess what? He started a cookie shop, and that cookie shop cost him $1 million to invest in. And then that cookie shop failed. So he can just level, he's like, oh, that's a loss, million dollars, right? What's a million to him? A million is nothing. So that's how the current tax code works. Yes, yeah, you can afford, you can afford to have all these investment losses. And for every $5 you're making, if you're losing one, well, that $1 offsets one of those dollars of the five well you and i can't afford to do that as much as cody and i talk about it i would love to open up a restaurant with cody and i would love to open up a bar with the three of us you know i think it'd be i think it'd be dope i think it'd be awesome that we pull together about three hundred thousand dollars and open a bar and guess what? We're going to report that bar in the red for three years straight because it takes about two years to turn a profit on any establishment if it's profitable. If it can last that long, it's going to take about two years. And in the third year, you might start seeing something in the black. And then guess what we do for three years straight is we report that business as a loss on our income. So yeah, we, we each made $75,000 that year, but we're, in, we're each in for hundred k into this bar which operated at a loss for three years straight, so I pay no taxes. The rich can afford to do this. You and I cannot afford to just throw money in investments and claim it as a loss against our income, which is how people like Donald Trump, people like Bezos, Bloomberg, Soros, um, who we just talked Warren Buffett, that's how people can afford, who, who got big MC Hammer, Nick Cage, um, all these people get tax avoidance because they're trying to say that they're investing in stuff, and they're t- they're saying that my investments are operating at a loss. Right. I don't know. I but I also have thoughts so because they're just, using no, that. Uh, no,
1: I I think this is a great, really uh, just another jumping point here. Is though we, we've established a little bit of history, we've established some context. And then we've got um, the tax bracket kind of nailed down. I want to hear a, some of your. Uh, you're kind of funny about it. Y- you said libertarian, and I feel like what
0: you want to say is something kind of unpopular. Uh, this is going to be like the conservative and, side of the libertarian view. Here is. Oh, guess guess what I. I I would love to hear it. So, unfortunately, they are operating within the confines of the tax law. Are we pissed about it? I'm a little upset. I'm a little upset that Bezos... How are they
1: operating in the confines of the tax law? Because they're So what is the issue? Because the IRS has opened up the investigation pro publica, uh, they published the no, investigation. No, they
0: published the investigation into the leaked documents. They're not publishing the investigation into the people's taxes. They're publishing the investigation into whomever leaked those documents. That's where the investigation's coming into. Because it's so, it's sensitive personal information. That's not supposed to be released.
1: Then what's the issue?
0: The issue is people are upset that they're paying this few in taxes. And I get the concern. I completely understand the concern. Hashtag, however, they are, they are paying their taxes according to the tax code. The tax code says if you can afford to have all these write-offs, then you only have to pay extra. X amount. You know, you only have to pay a, a tenth of a percent of your wealth. Hey, uh, I'm, I'm glad that you brought that up. Because uh, just last
1: week I had a conversation with um, a friend of mine, and we talked about
0: uh, the assault rifle conversation. The one in California that just got overturned because it's unconstitutional? Because what is an assault rifle? Okay.
1: Right? And you're like, uh... Well, I know an assault force does, but what is an assault rifle? Um, So what is a tax code? Looks like it it, it kind of is made to regulate a certain type of person, but it really just leaves other types of people um,
0: open to being able to effectively do whatever they want. Oh my God, like the entire American legal system? that says if you can afford to do it, you can do it. Kinda. Yeah. Um,
1: so I think that's that's a lot more frightening is like there is a, a lot of lack of um, legalese when it comes to either the assault rifle conversation or even the tax code because you are absolutely correct.
0: What does the tax code say? If you can do it, do it. You know, if you can afford to do it, do it. Yeah. Um, so, and I,
1: you know what mi- it pisses me off, though? Is, as somebody, I, I think, I'm going to talk about me for a second. I hate this. I The love listeners investing. love it. I love investing in people. I think the best thing we can do is, is get people educated and give them the best possible opportunity. Right? Mm-hmm. It seems a little frightening to me that people can shirk their civic responsibility about taking their taxes and putting it back into other people. That's my point. Now,
0: God, this is... Okay, you know what? And Cody's not here to offend the audience, so I, I feel like it's my responsibility now to offend the audience and have them get mad at me. Bring it! Oh, yeah. I don't... Unfortunately, these people are not shirking their responsibility because... The law says, and the tax code says, they are doing exactly what is required of them. So we have two sides. We have two sides of this. We have what we feel is their responsibility to people, and what the government says is their responsibility to people. Right. So when I say people, I talk. I mean. their responsibility in paying taxes because their taxes go towards the betterment of the society in which we live in. Uh, We're only speaking on a federal level. I, I can't even, I don't even want to break down into like each state that these people are registered in and what they pay in property taxes and sales tax and, and in, you know, state level income tax and all that shit. Let's just look at a federal level. Um, I do have some issues with it because I think the tax code is flawed. So, uh, if I'm not mistaken, let me do let me do let me do a quick Google on this. Um, but yeah, so the Senate right now. Let me look at this. This is 2019. When was this article written? This article is written, before I use a bad article, uh, looks like it's written in May 25th of this year. Perfect, May 25th of this year. And you're talking, the Senate is looking at a $10 billion bailout. $10 billion bailout to subsidize Bezos' space group. Jeff Bezos is looking at a $10 billion bailout when we just said that in five years he grew by 99 billion reported 4.2 billion and paid $970,000 or 973 million so he in five years he reports 99 billion he reports 4.22 billion which is 4.26 percent of his wealth and he report or, and he pays taxes on nine hundred and seventy three, which was less than one percent of that wealth increase. So there's there's multiple issues here. The is, there's issues of the tax code is flawed, right? Because it allows him to do that. It straight allows him to what do. Would, it. What would you like to see in a perfect
1: world, or in a world that JM is managing personnel on the budget? I don't. I, it, it, and
0: I don't know. Honestly, I don't know. Because... Is there a right answer? It, there is. I think, I think there is. I think there is a right answer.
1: And I think that... Is there, is there a sober answer somewhere between somebody that's... I'm not a fucking socialist here, man. Mm. I'm not out here preaching communism, right? Like...
0: I No. I, I think that... I would like to see I'm, – I'm sure the tax documents are out there, and I just have not read through them. Before I go blast anybody, because you look at Warren Buffett, and Warren Buffett is – Warren Buffett's one of the people who advocates for higher taxes on the 1%. Warren Buffett is like a str- extreme, yes, the taxes need – or the rich need higher taxes. And why would he pay higher
1: taxes now if it's not already written Well, the code, but that's
0: right? what I'm saying is I want to see where – where his write-offs are coming from. If Warren Buffett is reporting uh, so there's Bezos, here's Buffett. So if Warren Buffett is reporting and is reporting $125 million in a five-year span, and he's only paying $23.7 on those 100, $125, if he dumped $50 million. If he dumped $10 million a year into charities, into nonprofits, into youth organizations, into education benefits, you know, if he is, if every time a Girl Scout comes up to his door and he cuts him a blank check for 500 I'm okay with that. Like, I, I am legitimately okay with that. If If the man walks down to his, the soup kitchen that's closest to him. And I I assume he lives in some very well-gated community in New York, right? Or he's on like fifth Avenue or he's, he's somewhere very wealthy. And if he finds the closest soup kitchen and walks down there every year and cuts them a $1 million check. Yeah. I'm okay with, I'm okay with him not paying his fair share of taxes to the federal government. Because his money is doing good things in the area that he lives in, I'm absolutely so. Like what you about. think?
1: What What did you think? In your mind, made your opinion unpopular? Because right now, what you're kind of talking about is is really reinvesting into to people. What? So
0: taxes do serve their purpose. What? So what's your issue? So I, I guess. think
1: the I-, I guess that would be the better question is what's your issue with taxes? The
0: issue I have with taxes is that people get upset about how much people do or don't pay when people are acting within the confines of what the tax code says. So you have to stop being upset at... You can't be upset at Jeff Bezos for only paying, you know, what did I say, less than 1% of his wealth increase. You have to be upset with your congressional members that are allowing this to happen. Jeff Bezos is going to do what you and I do every time we went TDY, which is how much money can I get out of this because the government's fucking me enough that I need to get my <laughs> I need to get my, you know, compensation out of it. Um been there, yeah. done that, buddy. Exactly. And so that's what that's my unpopular opinion is stop being upset with the the wealthy people who are exploiting the code because they can afford to be upset with the congressional members that are voting for these codes, put people in power look at dude. AOC has been blasting the president for two weeks straight over, um, the, uh, getting rid of student debt. Have you seen that? Uh, no, she's been tearing into him and it, that's, You know, feel how you want about a progressive socialist, which is what she deems herself. Um, I I would think that I think that if you looked internationally, most people don't. Most people look at the progressive left as just left of middle, or a slightly more left of middle, um, and that the the left tends to be just on the other right side of the middle, and the right tends to be a little further right than they like to think they are. Uh, When you look internationally, um, it's not – I don't know. I don't know. I'm talking a lot. you got to take over at some point. (laughs) Uh, Buddy,
1: you know, you had a lot of (sighs) – all the points that you made I thought were very um, sober-eyed approaches to how we can approach our tax code. There's um, clearly a, a bunch of issues here that we're not addressing. Um, as far as wealth management goes. At a base level, I, I really do not like the IRS based on what their name is, the revenue service. Revenue, to me, implies financial growth. So when we talk about a revenue service, what's that growth supposed to be directed at, at a base level? Well, sounds like government to me.
0: Well, no, it should be. It should be. It should be directed into infrastructure, right? The Eisenhower State system, uh, State
1: Transportation System. Every time you take a international state highway and you want to drive through
0: the middle of America,
1: it's the Eisenhower Transportation System, right?
0: Yeah, and we covered that on uh, the President's Infrastructure Bill episode, right? Um. It just reinvested into
1: America, period. And it's like, uh, you know, a few weeks ago, uh, my friend Brian and I, we were talking about it. And it's like, you know what would be really cool is if you could travel Washington State the same way that you and I traveled Korea. Yeah, just public transportation everywhere. But trains would be a great place to start. Oh, my God. Because it benefits the people that make the lowest of that tax bracket. And I know train stations. I know what they look like in fucking Manhattan. I know what they look like in Seoul. But also, it's not that bad.
0: So that was one of the things I loved. I loved about Germany. You're talking 25 years old. I left Texas for the first time to live somewhere else. And I moved to Germany. And my first thought is, I don't have a vehicle. How am I going to get anywhere? Well, guess what I did? My barracks room was a block and a half from the main gate. I walked out that main gate. There's a bus. And for a Euro 10, I hopped on a bus and it took me downtown. So I learned how to operate the bus and I go, this is freaking amazing. Like I don't ever have to worry about driving or parking anywhere. And now Bamberg is a decently sized city. You know, talking sixty to 80,000 people. But guess what? So it's a Fayetteville. Yeah. I had some people, I had some friends of mine that lived in really country-ass places in Germany. Guess what I could do? For $10, I could hop on a train and be at their their bus station, which may be, you know, two miles from their house. And then i I could take a bus that would get me within a block of their place. Um and it got to the point where I I refused to drive in Germany. At the end of my tour in Germany, after three years, I owned a truck. Um, because I knew I was about to PCS. I knew I was about to leave and somebody was selling a truck and I knew the government was gonna ship that truck back for me. So I bought the truck and it stayed parked. What was your salary at this time? Oh God. Uh I was a little specialist at like Ball ballpark figure it. Uh we're talking like maybe twenty seven thousand a year, after taxes. Oh, after taxes. Okay, well, I can tell you. I was because at this point I wasn't even investing in a retirement fund because I had a hard time doing it because I was paying down a lot of other stuff. I think I was making about eleven hundred dollars a paycheck. After taxes, so twenty two hundred a month, so twenty six thousand, yeah, like twenty six thousand, twenty seven thousand a year, something like that. Okay. And compare that to living with a truck Um, or a car. So when. And then I want you to compare and contrast. I know where you're going with this. So just left Fort Hood. I budgeted. So the government was giving me $1,200 a month for rent. And I compared and contrasted what it was going to cost for me to live in Colleen versus live in Georgetown. And I was paying about six hundred dollars a month in gas. Just in gas. I was doing an oil change every three months at a hundred and ten dollars just of oil. Every three months I spent another $110 in oil. That and the only reason it cost it was that cheap was because I was doing it myself. Um so yeah. The $600 a month that I was spending in gas going back and forth to work, let's not even account the physical toll of me waking up at 4.30 in the morning so I could be on the road by 5, so I could be at post by 6, so when I left work at 5.30, I could get home by 7 p.m. that night, so I could go to the gym and hopefully be home by like 9 or So I could try to get dinner, go to sleep by 10 so I could wake back up at 4.30 the next morning, five days a week. Versus, don't even have to worry about it. Public transportation. Here's $10 a day, so $300 a month. Get me to where I need to go, and I don't have to worry about it. Oh, guess what I also didn't have to worry about? I didn't have to worry about paying for parking. I didn't have to worry about wear and tear on my vehicle. I didn't have to worry about a DWI. I didn't have to worry about, um, inclement weather because they were still running. The only time legitimately like the four trains that I was on that got stopped, three of them were because somebody jumped off a bridge onto the train tracks. Huh? Yeah. Seriously. Yeah, th- three times in okay. three years, like that was it. But that ten dollars, that ten dollars, got me anywhere within the state. You are talking ten dollars from Bamberg down to Munich, which was a three hour drive. I got for ten dollars, I could go three hours south. And guess what? That same ticket also got me back up, six hours worth of traveling for ten bucks. All I had to do was make sure I was sober enough to make it back to the train station and make it back from the train station to the house. And by sober enough, you can get away with a lot, right? Oh, in Germany? Absolutely. We used to buy bottles of vodka at the train station and drink them on the way down to Munich. Good boy, good boy. <laughs> but yeah, like, yeah. when you talk about dollars for infrastructure, that's that's what I see it as. And that's what... Let's go all the way back to that 1944 94 tax rate. Think about what we could be doing with that money.
1: Yeah, i um, i get i get surprised about it because it's like I am I am um, very much in favor of a good tax system um, because I know what it does in the grand scheme of things. Now, the problem that I have is that it doesn't really seem to. Um, Actually, do any benefit uh, for people that are sitting in the lowest echelons of income? Absolutely And not. Admittedly, I will say that I will. I uh, reported a seventeen and a half thousand dollar tax year when I was in college, right? But that doesn't account for you know the government paying for my my housing or the tips they I earned as a bartender, right? Um, and I owed that year. And I got bent out of shape about it, because it's like I'm, you know, earning pennies and really getting scraps after that. That's what it feels like. I'm not a landowner. Yes, I've got a degree. But I also have a car note, and I've got some debt that I've, also had to accrue. Um, And a lot of it, I can say self-inflicted. However, I think there is a problem inherently in just how much the government is charging for either labor, this establishment of what a base level of pay should be. But at another juncture, what are we charging people? Because it fucking hurts, man. Yeah, no, it, it does. Really does. It really does. does. To earn pennies on the dollar and not see pennies on the dollar in dividends like Jeff fucking Bezos, man. It, it fucking sucks, man. You want me? Like, that dude was a nerd that you could have beat up. 30 years ago, 20 years ago, and now look at
0: him. You, he looks like fucking Chris Hemsworth, dude. You want me to piss you off? Come on. You want me to piss you off even more? No. How much send it. How much so you read the same article I did, but without looking at it because I you may have it pulled up, you may not. In 2011, how much how much did Bezos record, report? 10 years ago, Amazon. So at this point his Net wealth is Was that roughly. that the year
1: that he reported the loss?
0: Yeah, the so, loss. Yeah, so at this point, his. I'm looking at the graph. He reported a loss. Yeah, I'm going to call his net worth probably about eighteen billion dollars in net Ooh,
1: worth. low
0: number. Yeah, he got the government in 2011 report. He reported a loss when his net wealth is about. I'm I'm just looking at the graph. I'm going to lowball it and call it like seventeen five eighteen billion dollars in wealth the government paid him 4 grand for each of his children in 2011 the government paid jeff bezos who had a net wealth of surplus 15 billion dollars 4 grand in fact in 13 years in 13 years from 2006 and 2000 to 2018 bezos's net wealth has gone up to $127 billion in 2018, and he has paid $1.4 billion in taxes. Okay? Not terrible, but when you look at the graph, it's flat until about 2014 when Amazon spikes, and he's like, oh, I gotta start paying taxes, but it's so flat after that. He effectively is paying in the mid-millions until about, 2016 where we start getting into the high millions. Again, I haven't seen the tax documents. If this dude is pumping 100 million dollars a year into his YMCA into into like Bill Gates.
1: Oh my god, imagine having a public library that had everything that your nicest academic university had, just as far as resources go. Wouldn't that be cool? With, uh, with the tra- transportation system to support that,
0: it'd be amazing. It'd be amazing.
1: I miss Korea for those reasons. I miss like
0: uh, just for transportation. Period. I miss Europe. I miss Germany so much for that. Uh, at Paris, you know, being out and being out in France was the same way. Um, I don't know. I. I have some weird I have some weird thoughts about this. Um I don't wanna I don't want it to come off sounding like I forgive all these billionaires because really they're doing what the United States has allowed them to do. They're doing what our elective representatives have allowed them to do. It is not. It is not the fault. Of all these multi-billionaires. That they are not paying. Their fair shares in taxes. It is the fault of the people. Who we elected. Who said. I am here looking for you. Or looking out for you. That are indeed not looking out for us. Um, I'm. I'm. I can't be upset about anybody on the right who is doing this because this is their platform, right? Because if we pay, if we tax the rich less, then they will spend more into the economy and it helps the economy. I'm actually a little bit more upset with everybody on the left who says tax the shit out of the rich and then doesn't stand behind that or do anything to further it. I'm a little upset uh, with the administration at the moment who says we're going to do what we can to relieve student debt. My student debt is paid off. I will tell you that. My student debt is paid off, and I accumulated uh, just shy of $60,000. The only reason my student debt's paid off was because I let half of it go into collection, and I settled for some of it. And then, luckily, I have a father who, for my 25th birthday, when I signed my contract into the Army, cut a check big enough to pay off my student debt did I need him to do that absolutely not did he do it he absolutely did um, so I am very 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 privileged and lucky in that sense um, I had a five-year plan to play it pay it all off and him and I had gotten to talk about it one day and he said oh you have a plan to do it I can just take care of it and then one day, my payments were zero, and i was I talked to him about it. He goes, "Yeah, happy birthday." It's like thanks, man. uh I appreciate it. I also kind of felt like shit about it because you know it's it was my education that I did not finish because I got kicked out of college that he paid for for some reason. I don't know, like love or maybe he likes me or something. I don't get it, but again, um. I'm upset with the people who said they were going to do something about it who are not doing anything about it. I think that's my takeaway from all this. I don't know. What are you getting out of all this?
1: Oh, you mean besides the uh, flawed tax code? Yeah, exactly. Uh, I'll I'll tell you what I'm getting out of it. It it just seems like... um There hasn't been enough paying attention to, oh boy, what sticks out? What sticks out? Lack of attention, maybe? Yeah, that seems right. Lack of attention. We are just not paying attention to the tax code. Very sad. JO's been gone. I think he's I think he's peeing. Uh he's gonna hate this. But we're just gonna we're gonna monologue it. I missed it. <laughs> You're lucky. <laughs> okay. <laughs> don't don't listen to that minute. <laughs> <laughs> of the the episode, hey buddy, I I uh, you got closing thoughts? I'm I'm pretty straightforward on this one. Um, I think revising the uh, the tax code is a, a very great idea. Um, at a minimum, I again I I don't like it that it just is so absurd that somebody can earn so much money in in wealth, but really not improve what's around them. Um,
0: well, and that's why I said we have, but to, the system, we have to be the careful the system there.
1: has allowed them to do that, and I, I really don't care for that. So I, I don't know what answers I have for economists um, or for uh, accountants.
0: Yeah. Um, again, I'll just go back to kind of what I was – I need to – I'm not. I, I can't be upset about Bezos. Like I, I just absolutely cannot be mad at him. I am not mad at him that right. the system is it works in his favor. I'm mad that the system doesn't work in everybody's favor the same way. Um, I am not, and I will tell you right now that this is my hardest stance: is I'm not a. I am not a Venezuelan socialist here. I do not believe that. I'm a very cautious capitalist, I guess is the way to put it. Very cautious. I don't even know that I'm a capitalist. I don't like using a self checkout if I don't have to use it because, in my mind, that's taking taking jobs away from somebody. And anybody that anybody that owns an and owns an establishment that utilizes self-checkout, I believe that those self-checkout machines should be taxed at the same rate. The company should have to pay taxes on those machines as if there was an employee standing there checking you out. What do you think about that? Uh, I can see it both ways. Both ways, right? Because it on one it, on one hand, it reduces your overhead, so it it allows for uh, consumer goods to be cheaper, so you and I can afford something a little bit cheaper. Because now I'm not having to pay an employee to do it. But on the other hand, it's a we fight, not a me fight, right? So if I have to pay an extra fifty cents for my box of mac and cheese, so that person gets, so I can employ somebody, so they can make rent and take care of themselves. You're
1: using the wrong number. What do you mean?
0: When they increase
1: consumer prices
0: like that, it's it, it's
1: at a number that only you and I would actually look at, it, or excuse me, it's not you and I, it's people that want to look at their invoice and be like, "What did I actually pay for?" Yeah. So I'm oh oh, seven cents, huh? Because I use the uh, quick quick go line where I check myself out and I just pull up my debit card or my credit card, right?
0: <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, oh. I am very. I'm very um, I am very lucky that i don't I don't take my receipts anywhere. Um, I only use a credit card because for the rewards, because I pay my credit cards off in full at the end of the month so I can get my rewards. A question
1: that I, I, I jotted down when we started this conversation um, was, are there clear winners? Are there clear losers? Absolutely, there's clear
0: losers in this. Well, there's both. There's there's the clear winners and clear winners. Are okay, clear. who are they? Well, the clear Excuse winners me. are the clear winners are everybody's whose tax data was just released, and we go. They're paying negligible amounts on their income. The clear losers are the people who made. Would you say that bottom one was 197? Are the people who made 20? a year or $22,700 a year um, and that three grand got taxed at 22%. I don't know. I've lived in some very, very poor areas. I don't know anywhere that I could live on $22,000 a year. Taxable income And now, and the numbers you were given were for a married household. So this is for at least two people. I don't know anywhere that I could afford to feed two people, pay rent, figure out how to get where I'm going so I can afford, so I can figure out how to make another $22,000 next year. God forbid we have kids. Um, If you look at socioeconomic data I f- if you look at socioeconomic data, the higher the households that higher tend to have higher um, occupancy rates tend to be lower income households. The households that make lower lower amount annually tend to be the households that have multiple children or have family, that they're being taken care of also or have anybody else that's living in that household. So when you're talking 22 grand a year for a household filed jointly, it's generally not two people. There tends to be more people there. Those are the clear losers because nothing is being given to them. Um, There is a, there's performative steps that they are required to take to, Feel like they are a valued member of society, but they can never get out from behind that because the government keeps saying, "Nope, everybody's equal. This is the land of opportunity. Just go make an opportunity." Why aren't you yeah, seizing can the you opportunity? Tell me what those people look like? What do you mean?
1: Either in employment or other life situation, and then what? How can we? How can we relate to this? Because oh, as go. as two guys that get to sit around and talk about our income, I mean. We must not be doing too bad. You know, I can sit here and bitch and complain about my income, but it's like we get to talk about it. Well, it means something, right?
0: Well, here's a good one. Uh, what's 15000 a year? Well, I'm sorry. What's 15000 or $15 an hour? 40 hour work week, 52 weeks a year. Do you know what that is? No. Okay. So it is it last, oh God, I was like 32, 32, um, Fifteen times four is uh, so, 60,
1: which means it's probably about $600 a week. So it's, it's 30 four grand. Four
0: weeks in a month. It's No, you got you to gotta do four and a half. But it's 30 grand a year. It's 30 grand a year at 50 weeks because I'm going to assume two weeks of those are unpaid leave for sick leave or just vacation time. So you're going to get two weeks of unpaid leave for sick leave or anything like that. $15 an let's hour. let's go
1: back over here and refer to our 2020 tax bracket, which is 22% is for single individuals between 9.8 thousand and 40.1.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. You said 9.8? So, I'm going to take yeah. out 9.8. So, I'm going to take well, out 98. Well,
1: earlier that number was based off of dual-income households or for married okay.
0: so a single individuals per- filing jointly. A single person. A single person who's working a $15 an hour job, 40 hours a week, 50 weeks a year. Because I'm taking out two weeks for unpaid leave, unpaid sick time. Uh, God forbid you have a kid that you have to take time off for. Um, and, the, and the company doesn't pay you for it. I don't mean God forbid you have a kid. I mean God forbid that you want a family and the company's not going to pay for it. So you've made, you're 30 before you get taxed. I'm going to take out nine eight because that's the poverty level for a single person. Is that what you're saying, right? The tax rate, the tax bracket is nine eight to what?
1: Well, as single individuals, yes. Yeah. Um, uh, I've filed as married.
0: No, no. Oh, I've right.
1: also filed myself as head of household, which is a separate tax bracket. Just
0: let's look at the single because you just mentioned the single one. Okay. You said, "What's my single? Ta- what's the lowest tax bracket for individual?"
1: Nine point eight.
0: Nine point eight, or ten
1: percent. That's uh nine point eight and below. Uh, twelve. percent oh, I'm sorry. Point eight to, to 40, uh point forty point one. All
0: right. Well, now I've got to I've got to redo the math here. So, sorry, buddy. No, it's all right. Ninety eight hundred dollars times ninety percent plus. Ah, crap! My calculators are all acting up. So ninety eight hundred. Times 0.9 plus, uh, that leaves me with $20,200. What's my next p- tax bracket?
1: 12%.
0: Times 0.1, uh, 0.78. Okay. So that means my take home that year is $24,576. <laughs> Aaron, Aaron left the meeting. This is great. So until he joins my take, yeah, <laughs> I love it uh, until he joins. So my take home that year on 37,000 or in $30,000 is $24,576. This is me by myself. This is me by myself. $24,576. Now, I'm going to say that um what's rent gonna cost me?
1: Uh probably uh eight hundred a minimum. month
0: Eight hundred a month? I would say a thousand.
1: You think think a grand? Around here? Well, just in general.
0: A grand a month? A thousand's easy. Okay. Round number. So I'm gonna take out uh twelve thousand dollars a year. Okay. Uh what do you think electricity's cost to me? Hundred a month? Yep. Hundred a month? So let's take out twelve hundred for that. Um what's it gonna cost me in gas? Two hundred a month? Three hundred? What's your car payment? Two hundred dollars? Well, well Insurance well, car payment. So insurance is gonna be a hundred dollars. So we'll say minimum. We'll say three hundred dollars a year or $300 okay. a month in car payments and insurance. Um if
1: you have a gas efficient vehicle, you might be able to get away with
0: $250
1: or less. Let's go with 200 just to 200. make 200.
0: Yep. Okay. If you're gas efficient. So I'm going to take another $2400 that year. Okay. Uh groceries
1: 200
0: a month. Yep. Okay. Um, phone self, bill.
1: Are you married or single?
0: No, we're single. We're still doing single. So most people are probably uh, paying about a hundred to one hundred twenty. Your,
1: your, your phone's paid off, so it's going to be hundred bucks.
0: Hundred bucks a month. Okay. Well, it's a good freedom number because at the end of the year, I have seventeen hundred and seventy six dollars left over. So I started off at thirty grand a year. I taxed myself appropriately according to the brackets, which left me net gains. Net I'm at twenty four thousand five hundred and seventy six dollars. I paid twelve thousand dollars a year for rent, which dropped me to twelve thousand five hundred and seventy six bucks. Paid twelve hundred a month and what do we say what phone? Yeah, you know, phone was a hundred dollars a month, so now I'm down to eleven thousand three hundred and seventy six. I had my car note and my insurance at thirty six hundred dollars that year, which brought me down to seven thousand seven hundred and seventy six dollars. Um, I paid $200 a month for gas. So $5,376 I paid $1,200 a year. I'm sorry. I paid 2400 for f- food. I think is what I said. So $2,976. And then I paid my cell phone bill, which is another 12, which brings me down to $1,776. Um, Oh God. You know what? I forgot, Aaron. Was I had to change my I had to change my oil twice that year. Um at about a hundred dollars a piece. So fifteen hundred and seventy six dollars. Yeah. Um oh god dang it. I also forgot that um I lost the upper ball joint or I lost the upper control arm in my car. Five hundred dollars. And that was five hundred bucks. Um oh you know what? I had to go to the, the credit hospital. card. No, I had to put it on the credit card. And what was your interest rate? Uh, my interest rate at that is probably close to like 30, uh, probably like 13%, 18%. Um, so it actually ended up being like 600 bucks. JM, did you break even? Oh, no, no. No, I, no, I, I I've still or got. Or you end up owing that year? No, I've still got $976 left over. I still got $976 left over, Aaron. And that's okay. Oh, b- so you're good. I'm good. For the year, I still have $976 left over because oh no 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 I didn't Aaron because while I was at my job well actually while I was in the parking lot I stepped Are off you, um... I stepped off this curb wrong and I and I rolled my ankle but it didn't heal quite correctly in 2 days and now I think it's actually like um I think I may have actually broken something and I had to go to the ER hey buddy not
1: a problem for you. You want to know why? Because you're in the military and mm. they got the uh, the health bill. But what if you had moved away from home and you'd picked okay. up a new job and you wanted to go home for the holidays?
0: Oh, well, I figure home Ooh, is... Ooh, right? Yeah, home's probably like 100, 150 miles away. We're going to say it's like a three-hour drive. Um, okay. Yeah, and I encountered some inclement weather, unfortunately. My brakes, which I've been meaning to change out, um, I didn't change out, and I I rear-ended somebody. Um,
1: Insurance premium goes up 25 bucks.
0: Yeah, so I got to get my car fixed, and the lowest deductible I could afford on my car was $500. But it's fine. I still got $476 left over for the year. It's fine. It's fine. For the year? For the year. It's fine. Don't worry about
1: it. It's fine. Man, I'd be stoked to break a, a pay period with four hundred seventy-five bucks
0: night before I got paid. No, no, this is it for be the funny either. Yeah, this is for the year. Four hundred seventy-six dollars. It's 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 cool. It's cool. Nothing else bad is going to happen unless I get sick. Unless I get sick, and it's fine. It's cool. Let's not worry about it. Four hundred. Hey, fifteen dollars so an hour. Problem, I got four hundred dollars uh, uh, is, is left this over.
1: Problem at all on on Americans that cannot think in um, fiscal terms like this?
0: No, this problem is on a system who says that we don't need to subsidize anything. Pick yourself up by the bootstraps and do what your ancestors did when they came over here on the Mayflower. Just go What's create... the difference
1: w- between us and um, 50 or 60 years ago? It sounds like there was a big period of growth. This is post-World War II, of course. And I'm asking you and, and I'm asking you because you came into the conversation and you're like I'm gonna say something unpopular but everything that you're kind of talking about seems very sober to me <laughs> I don't, am I wrong no I, oh okay I can be wrong I'm sure that I am I'm not an economist I don't have a PhD in this sort of thing but I'm I'm trying to understand the numbers right so you're trying to explain your position to just uh, another person
0: sort of fucking nobody, right? I'm trying to... So my unpopular opinion was that I, I'm not mad at Jeff Bezos. Like, these, these multi-billion dollar billionaires. I, I'm not mad at them. I can't okay. be mad at them. That's not... okay. I'm not upset with them. I can't be upset with them. I, I, like, there's nothing for me to be... It just works out that way. What I'm upset about is that... <laughs> These people over here, who me and you, who are down to four hundred seventy-six dollars for the year, for the year, can you afford to? Let's let's break down four hundred seventy-six dollars a a year, Aaron. That's forty dollars a month, forty dollars a month that you can choose to invest, invest in um a retirement plan at. a month. You have legitimately $40 a month left over. Are you investing $40 a month into a retirement plan to worry about becoming the next Jeff Bezos, or are you worried about the next time your car breaks down at $40 a month?
1: (laughs) I don't think anybody's
0: mad at Jeff Bezos.
1: Nobody's mad at Jeff Bezos. They just want to be the one that gets his salary.
0: Salary for a day, yeah,
1: because I want that.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, why, why are we not? And we are, but hey, why are we not January sixth insurrection over some fucking tax codes, versus who the fuck lost an election? Why are we not more upset that they? they I guarantee. There's a fair bit of irony
1: there, friend. I mean, like these guys are talking about being, oh man, smaller government. You know. I got it. Yeah.
0: Why are we not? I know. Why are we not storming the Capitol? Over forty dollars a month left over. You know, what?
1: and fuck it. Uh, for fuck's sake! I mean, like, come on! I mean, like, uh, a big argument between. Uh, look, I'm gonna I'm gonna ballpark figure this, and I'm not trying to hurt anybody's feelings, but it's like progressives and conservatives. You're like, um, the big argument is the minimum wage.
0: Yeah, right? so let's one do... One the, of them, excuse uh, me. Let's let's even do this. Let's... Okay, so at $40 a month, say that you've just determined that hell or high water, you're going to invest your $40 a month into some kind of retirement account because a savings account's not worth it. The savings account, you're your Most of the savings mm-hmm. accounts are like at 1% if you get a very good one. Let's a a retirement account. Most retirement accounts are doing very well if they're at eight percent. So, starting off with an annual investment or an initial investment of zero dollars, I'm going to contribute forty dollars monthly, and I want to contribute for five years. I'm going to I'm going to do a compound rate on this for five years annually. It's only twenty eight hundred dollars. It's $2,800 at 8%. But it's a retirement account, so I can't touch it till I'm 55. Period. I'm sorry, I can't touch it till I'm 65 and a half. 60 and a half? Is that the way it works? Fuck, I can't remember. And I'm 20 years old, which means I have 45 years of putting $40 a month into this thing. It's still only $185,000. My retirement account at $40 a month is $185,000. And guess what? You'll be able to live off of that? No, no, no. Because guess what? At $185,000, when I decide to draw that all at once, guess what the fuck happens? It gets taxed. I get taxed. Unless I put it into a Roth IRA, then my $40 a month gets taxed going into the account. Which makes it closer to like thirty-two bucks a month. Now I'm down. Now I just lost forty grand. I'm at one hundred forty-eight thousand. So we got to figure out how to cheat the government. We got to figure out how to elect officials who say what that they're actually going to do what the fuck they say they're going to do.
1: <laughs> or cheat the government. I'm all. Which one th- do you think is going to happen first? I mean, like, when's the last time meaningful change happened to the tax code? In your opinion, because uh, this is uh, this oh, is such a a very nebulous subject that man, I'm kind of meaning, meaningful. i interested, t- and, and this is something that I engage in conversation with. Like
0: meaningful change with. happened under the Trump administration. It was just meaningful in the wrong way because it was meaningful. It was very meaningful. It just happened in the wrong direction.
1: Oh, I love talking to people about the Trump administration and their investments because mine flew off the wall. Right, like to the tune of forty percent,
0: yeah, so guess who's um, guess who holds so, stock guess who holds stock in a m c and who made it grand last Thursday?
1: look, buddy, uh, I like to damn the Trump administration a lot, but I'm also not so blind that whatever he did
0: benefited me meaningful change, right? meaningful change. Just cuz it just cuz it's bad or good doesn't mean it's not meaningful. My favorite people to
1: make fun of are the people who are like the social justice warriors and they're like, "Oh, but I'm a I'm a fiscal conservative." You're like, "Oh, you liked Trump's
0: tax policy, didn't you? Because it helped you." And you know why? Because because they could afford to have it help them. Because they're not the people who are worried about forty dollars left over a month. Well, you ever uh, watch that? You ever watched that show, Undercover Boss? No, I don't watch a lot of TV. I'm sorry. Okay, buddy. so you need to find. I, let me, uh, while we're sitting here, um, let me find out what boss, what streaming service this is on, um, because. You need to... So, it's on Hulu. Do um, you have a Hulu subscription? I can get one. Well, I, I don't even think you need, like, an actual Hulu subscription. It's on CNBC. Um But this is some of the the most eye-opening stuff that these million and billionaires sees when they take CEOs from huge corporations. What's the big... um What's the big garbage company? Um, it, their trucks are green, the logo, the logo is like green and gold. Um, waste management. Waste management. Yes. So I remember specifically watching one. They had the CEO for waste management, which is based out of I think Arizona, Arizona or New Mexico. And they, they do him in full makeup. They put on a fake beard, all wig, all this shit. And they put the dude on the line for like a week. And he gets to talking with his garbage collectors, with the people that are sorting refuse, with the people that are making uh, house calls. And they always put him with people that are having a hard time. Like, oh yeah, I've been doing this job working for this company for 15 years and I helped implement this change this change this change and I'm still down here because the manager took credit for this this and this and these guys come down here and they go oh this is incredible and so you see this like feel-good moment at the very end they're like oh my god I didn't know that your child was going through cancer recovery and that you couldn't afford to do it. So I'm paying for your child's cancer treatments. Because it looks good on TV. And guess what they do? They just walk away and they go back up to their penthouse afterwards. But at least it gives them some sense of humility. Maybe. I don't know. Like maybe they see it. Maybe they don't see it. Maybe they don't care because they're on there to make their company look good. Maybe they take companies like Waste Management... Who has, who has actually done a very, very, very good job. Uh, but maybe they take companies that have bad public image and throw the CEO in there to humanize them a little bit. Yeah, I don't know. I, th- I do think that's one thing I like about the military, because every general out there has started out as a private or a lieutenant. They've at least seen what it was like at the bottom. They have some understanding. Right? Every Sergeant Major out there remembers being Private Joe before he was Sergeant Major Joe. They have some sense of empathy of what it was like mopping the hallway till 9 o'clock at night because the command team still hadn't figured out what they were doing. Somewhere along the way, the humanity just gets lost, because now it's us versus them.
1: Something that we've talked about a lot around here is uh, me versus we. Yep. How can we incorporate that into our argument um, either for or against taxes? Because it sounds like that we both agree that taxes are necessary. Inequity, some, inequity doesn't somehow exist. It does exist. If you had something that you had to say, uh, or if you had something that could solve this, what do you?
0: Where would you start? It's. It's got to be the tax code. The tax code just okay. Absolutely has to be. It's not comprehensive enough. No, absolutely not. Okay.
1: Investing back into people and infrastructure, both of us are on board for. But some people can get away with it because they just earn so much, right? Yeah. Man, good for them. It really fucking sucks for me what? to just fork out $100 a paycheck. It sucks.
0: Well, it's what happens when you can afford to do it, right? That's right. Hey man, move us on. Maybe some good news. Some good news. All right. So I'm I'm freaking out a little bit because my uh, my computer monitor up here just shut off uh because my my laptop's overheating, but I'm going to work through it. <laughs> I'm going to work through it. We're going to get through this episode. So, a Texas bakery in Lufkin. And Lufkin is based in East Texas. So East Texas is known for uh, like a couple things. It's known for pine trees. Beautiful, beautiful pine trees. Um, it's known for swamps. Um, if anybody's ever been to Vider, Texas or Orange, Texas, then you would know um, it's one of the founding homes for the KKK. In Texas. Um, <laughs> By the way, this is the good news segment. It is. So, Texas Bakery. Um, what's it called? It's called Confections. It's a bakery in Lufkin. Puts up this amazing cookie um, cookie display. They have these six heart cookies with rainbows on them. And it's on, their, it's, it's on their Facebook. It says, happy pride to all of our LGBTQ friends. All lovers of cookies and happiness are welcome here rainbow emoji and stars emoji immediately immediately following that they get backlash one of the things that happened was they they had this huge um, order Uh, I don't think it gives the full five dozen was it five dozen yeah six five dozen 60 of them and they canceled that order I ain't going to support you people that support those people because my white Republican nope, Jesus...
1: move us on because this is a good news segment.
0: Yeah, because those white Republican Cancel- Jesus got says... canceled, right? Yeah, white Republican Jesus says, those people aren't allowed in my church. Immediately, the next day, they've sold out. So many people saw the post and backlash... That there was lines around the block trying to get into the confectionery to go to go purchase goods from them. It Says all this attention on our small business is very humbling. Makes me nervous. Those who know me, Don, know that how shy I am. In the eleven years we've been open, we've never seen anything quite like this. M- we my sister and co-no- co-owner Miranda and our fabulous baker Felicia are just so humbled and grateful and moved by this outpouring of love the last several people in our shop put money on their credit card for us to donate because there was nothing left to purchase <laughs> <laughs> all the all the money oh
1: congratulations oh
0: all the money they received towards goods that were not available for purchase Giving it all to local animal rescues. We've told customers they could donate to that cause. They chose to do so. If you have an issue, I've got a mouth. More love, less hate, always love. It's Facebook page now has 50,000 likes. Lufkin, Texas might be 50,000 people. Um, Good for them.
1: I'm so excited.
0: Estimated population of 35,000 people in Lufkin. So fuck all y'all out there who just don't like rainbows. This is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> They're goddamn cookies, people. Like, stop getting so fucking upset These over cookies. Cookies are beautiful, you, by the way. You, if you're still on this, if you're still on this gay, if you're still on this gay uh, wedding cake bullshit, which was another Texas bakery. If you're still trying to cancel out another bakery, good fucking luck. I hope that every single person out there, not not Mass Corporation, because fuck Disney and all the corporations who just turn their shit rainbow for a month. But le- people who legitimately care and who are legitimately trying to do well for their local economies, I hope every single time that y'all hate on them because they just want people to be people and people to just fucking exist. I hope they become the millionaires that you will never be, you hateful pieces of shit. Every single one of because you. Because the tax bracket gets amended
1: that supports only gay people.
0: God, I want to open up I want to do something like this and I just want to get so much hate mail. Hate mail and that with and I want to and I want to fucking sell out just like these people did and then I'm going to create with all the extra money we did, I'm going to do pro bono orders. Pro bono orders, and I'm going to track down every person who wrote something just despiseful, despiteful on my fucking Instagram. And I'm going to send them a free batch of cookies. You're fucking terrible, people. I hate all of you. I just want you to know that. (laughs) Okay.
1: uh, But again, this is a good news story. They sold out of their product and then donated everything else. Uh, to the uh, local animal shelter. Um, Fuck you, racists. Fuck you. When you don't think that other
0: people can't love other people, I do not give a shit
1: who you love.
0: They're not infringing on your rights. They're not taking away rights you never fucking had. They just want some goddamn rainbow cookies, you ignorant pieces of shit. God, I bet those cookies were so good. I don't know. They looked like they had fondant. now I'm not a fan of fondant. But, yeah, who cares? <laughs> That's not the point. That's not the point.
1: <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Uh, all right, move us along here, buddy. Do we have any corrections from last week? I don't think we do. I, I, okay. I mean, honestly. Do you don't don't want to talk about any rock and roll you're listening to or maybe country music? <sighs> or do you just want to go into fucking socials?
0: I've been, rej- I've been rejamming uh, Ray Wilde Hubbard's Growl recently. So Because I have... I have my uh, CD, like, what do you call it? What was that big book that you'd, like, you, like, we used to roll around in high school with... Um, CD wallet. Yeah, the CD wallet. Um, and because most of those CDs are so torn up now, unfortunately, and I don't have, like, Bluetooth or a connect in for my, uh, for my truck, so I just listen to satellite radio for the most part. But I did... I did commandeer the girl's Amazon Alexa and her really nice speakers. And I play a lot of – when she's not there, I play a lot of metal. But she likes to listen to Luke Combs, so I always combat that with something I like when I'm cooking dinner. And I've just been – I've been replaying uh, Ray Willie Hubbard's 2003 release, Growl, recently, and I just – I forgot how much I love that album. Oh, God, such I a got drunk
1: to church today for the first time, and uh, part of the sermon uh, – uh, the priest was talking about, um, you know, doing the, uh, you know, I forgive everybody, I, I forgive everybody, um, and uh, it's all cool because I'm over here at church. And I thought about Saturday, Satan, Sunday, Saint by Ernest Tubb's. Oh, Ernest Tubb's—that's a good callback, right? So
0: that one's been on my mind today. Hey, what'd you think about that uh like metal song I sent you?
1: You know, it's it's pretty good. I know it's I know it's, it's pretty
0: deep and it's it's r- but just like the uh, so the song I sent him was Oh goodness gracious. You know, make me dig now. Do you remember what it was? Uh I'm going to find it. 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 It's in the chat. It's in the chat. This is the same chat where I made racist comments at Aaron earlier. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you and you and my girlfriend's mom are gonna love each other,
0: oh yeah, why is that?
1: Well, she tapped me on the shoulder during church and she goes, "Oh, it's Father Carlos Chavez. is that your cousin?
0: Oh God, that is wonderful <laughs> oh man, now I can't think of what it was. It was uh the song the name of the song is called Arrows, and I just can't remember. The band. Um oh, it's gonna drive me up the freaking wall. Get us into socials. Oh redfang. Uh, redfang. Po- red fang. It's called red fang. Arrows. Anyways, very good. Uh yeah. So socials. Uh where do we start? Where do we start? So uh let's start off with my buddy Aaron, who's the Twitch streamer. He I texted him last week because I hadn't seen anything pop up on my Twitch notifications. Uh, Aaron said that he is Aaron Chavez Aaron here we go he said I had to take a break he will be starting back in July because he is medically retiring from the army and uh, they are moving and they are getting a new house but I know for a fact that you can still go back and look at previous replays from his Twitch. And because he still plugs us, I will always still plug him. So he is the.fallen.deity, D-E-I-T-Y on Instagram. He is the underscore fallen underscore deity on Twitch. You can reach myself, Aaron, or Cody, who, believe it or not, still checks social media, on Drunk Weekend Review on Instagram. You can find us DrunkWeekInReview, review at gmail.com, Drunk Week in Review on Facebook. We are D W I R podcast on tw- on Twitter. If you
1: send dick pics, please just send them to Cody.
0: Well, I mean it all goes to the immediate socials, right? So no, we all just, get sent- just Cody. Yeah. You can find Cody on at Cody Trap Whittington on Instagram. Send all your dick pics there, please. Uh, I expect lots of Richard Nixon photographs when I say dick pics. <laughs> so <laughs> Mostly because he doesn't listen to this podcast. Please flood at Cody Trap Whittington's Instagram with DMs of Richard Nixon photographs and nothing else because he won't fucking understand what's going on and it will be wonderful. Uh, So I got Instagram. I got Facebook. I got the Gmail. I got the Twitter. I'm still working with my buddy Ryan on some new art. I've been showing that to Aaron and Cody. He's got some really cool like... I don't know, just off the wall inspiration. He's been looking at what? What have you thought about those pictures I've been sending you of that art? Uh, I'm jealous. I <laughs> wish
1: I could wear a cowboy hat like uh, Cody, but I have the uh, I've got the bicycle helmet on, so I've got like a dick head. <laughs> <laughs> I'll try to. And you're I'll, like, well, you know, it's it's kind of like the name of the game, but you're also like, man, I also wish I look natural in a cowboy hat.
0: I'll tell him to make the bicycle helmet flesh color just for you. Uh, once again there probably will not be an episode next week i may surprise i may surprise y'all and i may be able to get back to texas in time that i can set up and do a hasty recording sunday night but unless cody and aaron figure out something to do probably won't have one next week the week following will be definitely happening which would be the 27th of july or 27th of june aaron i do have to put in for PTO for that, by the way. Okay. Uh, Aaron, any closing thoughts? Any closing comments before we tell people what we think about them? Fuck them. Yeah, exactly. All right. For everybody out there in podcast land, this is JM and Aaron. We want to say night. Thank and you. And we love you. And we love you.